Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Listen, always an honor to be able to hang out with you. I hope wherever this devotional finds you, that you're doing well, that you're pumped, that you're excited about life. And if not, then I hope that this devotional will make your day better. Um, my name is Zach Childress. I reside in Delaware. Um, I am a, a personal trainer. I, listen, I'm not a pastor, and I love it. And so I was a pastor, but I'm not now. And so instead, you get someone who's not a pastor to hang out with you um, and talk about all the things uh, that he's experienced when it comes to God and his life. And listen, if it helps you at all, that means the world to me. And I want to tell y'all something I love. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but a secret love of mine is cookie dough, like raw cookie dough. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the salmonella. I don't, I, I don't, I'll gladly accept it if it comes. Um, I, I can sit down with a tub. Yes, a tub, not, a, not like a spoonful, but a tub full of cookie dough and eat the whole thing and be a happy little clam. I don't even know what that means. Happy little clam. That's a, what a, a very weird saying, but I would be. I'd be a happy little clam um, enjoying my tub of cookie dough. And a couple years ago, Caitlin and I went with a group of people up to New York, and there was this place uh, called Cookie Dough, spelled D-O, um, with a little line over, I believe. And we had heard that this was like the place to go to get cookie dough. Now, not only did this place sell raw cookie dough, but they had lots of flavors of raw cookie dough. And, you know, I was, to say I was pumped is the biggest understatement in the history of mankind. It was like I was going to meet Jesus. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that big, but it felt like that in that moment. Um, and so I, Caitlin and I got up and we went with this group of people and we're trying to, we're walking around New York trying to find this place and, before we even see the store, what we find is a line of people waiting around the block. Now, to our dismay, this line was for this said cookie dough place. Now, if you're anything like me, or if you're anything um, like me when it comes to other things in life, I'm just like, forget it. It's not worth it. I don't want to stand in the line for an hour um, to do this. I, let's go somewhere else. I can just go. Um, I can just go to Walmart or a grocery store and pick up some cookie dough, and it's just going to be just as good. But the problem was, I had heard this cookie dough was so much better, and it was going to be so worth the wait. And so, despite what I normally would have done, I decided to wait. And Caitlin and I, we sat in this line for what seemed like a literal eternity, um, and at. I was just starving, you know, going from hungry to hangry. I was ready to punch people in the line, um, throw them in front of cars. I just, I wanted this cookie dough. And so we get, we get up front and, and y'all, it, it was exactly what I expected to be. I walk in and it's just like mounds of cookie dough everywhere. 
all these different kinds with like brownie mix and M&Ms and y'all Reese's peanut butter cups, which if you know me, that is like my favorite in the world. And, and I, I order and I don't even know where to start, but I order, I can't remember what I got. Um, but I remember just sitting down with this big cup of cookie dough. And in that moment, I understood what heaven was going to be like because this was, I had made it. This was Nirvana. This was paradise. Y'all, for eternity, I'm just looking forward to having a big old cup of cookie dough right in front of me, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. And so here, here's why I tell you that, is because sometimes great things in life require a wait. In fact, most of the time, great things in life require a wait. We've been walking through Genesis and talking about this character named Jacob, and we've walked through his life, and now we get to the point um, where Jacob has met some of his kind of extended family, and he meets this guy, and he has two daughters, Rachel and Leah, and Jacob is in love with Rachel, and Rachel's in love with Jacob, and naturally, Jacob wants to marry her, and so Jacob goes to the father, um, asks, like, basically, like, says he wants Rachel, and basically the father's like, well, you got to work for it. Like, I, you think you can just like do this for nothing? And so Jacob sets the tone and works seven years for Rachel. He works seven years to get this person. Now, if you continue reading, it gets a little crazy. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. But I want to, I want to focus on this one little point where, where Jacob has to wait, y'all, Sometimes like waiting seven days for someone is too much, but Jacob waits seven years for this person because he believed it was going to be worth it. And what we find out later is that it was worth it, that Jacob loved Rachel and it was worth worth the wait. Now, here's the thing I wanted to talk about. As I was reading this, I had this thought, and I just want to kind of pass it along to you, is a lot of times we think that... uh there's going to be a good option. There's something good that we are pursuing, and there's going to be a lot of bad options. And, and it's just going to be clear that the choice is this, that the next career path we need to take is this one thing, um, that um, the person we're supposed to be with, the next person we're dating or marry is going to be this, this person. It's going to be one good person in the running of a bunch of bad people. But the reality is that's not always the case. In fact, um, that's, that's not even the hard thing. That happens very rarely. Here's what actually happens is you have a bunch of good things and you have to determine what's a great thing or even bigger, what's a God thing. That when you're faced with all these different options and all these different things, that it's easy sometimes to just settle for good and, and we lower our standards in certain areas when it comes to our jobs, when it comes to the people we date, when it comes to our friendships, when it comes to um, the people that lead us, our expectations. We lower them and we say, well, it's easier just to settle for what's good. I want to challenge you today to not settle for what's good, but instead strive for what's great. And that those things that are great always require a wait. And we live in this world where it's, I mean, let's just face it, it's like instant gratification. Like if we want it, we get it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I bought it. You know, like that's me. I get it. I, like if I see something, I like it. I get it. And, and 
I, it's hard in our world where we're one click away from the purchase, you know, we're one uh, quick drive away from something else, you know, we're one click away from our favorite song. In, in a world where we get what we want so fast, it's easy to settle and to compromise our lives for what seems, for what is honestly just a good thing. And when we do that, we end up missing out on great things. And Jacob, what I love about Jacob is Jacob never settled. He ends up working seven years and he ends up actually getting tricked. This is wild. And the father tricks him into marrying Leah. Jacob goes back and works another seven to be with her. It's phenomenal. Unbelievable. Because great things are always worth the wait. And today I just want to challenge you, what, what areas in your life are you settling? What areas have you compromised on? You think you're just, you're just allowing something average and okay um, to be a part of your life because I believe God has designed you for greatness and great things. That it's not just ignoring a bad decision, but it's avoiding the good decisions that keep you from those great things. What are those things in your life? And pursue those great things. And I promise it will always be worth it. Will it take time? Always does. Will it be worth it? Every time. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that, um, Lord, that you desire greatness for us. Lord, help us discern, um, Lord, what is a good thing and what is a great thing. Lord, it's not always difficult to discern what's bad and what's good, but Lord, what's difficult is sometimes we'll be presented a bunch of good things so that we don't go for the great thing that's coming. So Lord, help us be patient. Help us to not settle and compromise, but instead let us hold to the things that we believe to be valuable and important. And Lord, open the doors so that we can find those things. Lord, we thank you and we ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.